Thousands of travellers are cancelling or postponing travel because of COVID-19, and it's hitting the tourism industry hard, of course. Bangkok, a popular destination for Aussie tourists, is feeling the brunt as foreign visitors all but disappear. But it also means that places that are normally crowded can be enjoyed in relative peace, as Southeast Asia correspondent Amy Bainbridge reports. We're on a boat to Koh Kret, a small island in Bangkok. It's a great place to cycle and have a poke around local markets, and the Thai food here is delicious. When I first visited Koh Kret, we were shoulder to shoulder with other visitors on the boat to get here. But last weekend, there was plenty of room. While you're normally elbowed and rushed as you disembark, this time it was pleasant, with just a few dozen people getting off the boat. It was peaceful too, cycling around the island, steering clear of just a handful of scooters and pedestrians. It's now quiet at popular tourist spots in Bangkok and across the region. Tourist numbers have dropped sharply due to COVID-19. Three weeks ago, my family and I were among just 14 passengers on a plane to Cambodia that could have seated 180 travellers. It's the same around the Grand Palace in Bangkok. When I visited early January, I thought I might never return. The queues were huge and the crowds were thick and pushy. Now there's some serenity at the popular spots around the city. While it's good for the few tourists and locals still getting out to enjoy the best of Bangkok, the businesses who depend on tourism to survive are finding it extremely tough. Last month, when the downturn was first starting to bite and Chinese tourists stopped coming, we were out filming a story on Thai tourism. We met Moan Sidida, who sells flowers not far from one of the main piers on the Chao Praya River. She's made a living this way for 20 years. She blinked back tears as she described just how difficult trading had become. I haven't sold anything, she told us. I wonder if I would survive today or will have enough money to buy food. I came late today as there are no tour groups. I came around 11am and finished organising around noon and now I'm waiting for customers. The Bangkok Post says tourist arrivals to Thailand dropped by 44% in February. It's not just Thailand that's struggling, this is increasingly impacting other Asian nations. Cambodia's Angkor Wat, which was swarming with tourists when we visited before Christmas, is now quiet and it's not likely to improve quickly, with Cambodia taking measures to control the spread of COVID-19 after a case was detected in the nearby town of Siem Reap. The airline industry too is experiencing a severe downturn. The International Air Transport Association says it could be facing its worst revenue losses since the global financial crisis. Just last week, IATA released medical advice to reassure consumers that it is still safe to travel on planes and the risk of infection is extremely low. Still, that's not convincing some governments and insurance companies that travelling is worth the risk. Here in Thailand, there are restrictions on people who have travelled to countries such as mainland China and South Korea. That list is constantly being revised and planning any travel is becoming increasingly tricky. 
Schools are on high alert for any cases of the virus. Many people are avoiding travel and simply staying home. But not everyone. We spoke to a number of travellers, including a woman from Germany at Wat Aran last month, not far from the Grand Palace. And uh, I'm very healthy and so I don't feel so much uh, worried. But as the virus spreads, things are changing rapidly. It's unclear just how long this situation will go on and whether things will get much worse before they get better. But for now, as we do our best to stay healthy and take basic precautions against the illness, we're trying to make the best of things. It's giving me and a handful of others a chance to enjoy staying local and revisit some of Bangkok's best landmarks without the big crowds. Southeast Asia correspondent Amy Bainbridge there.